to the face uh, to the the YouTube feed of this will uh, take out all the beginning sections and we'll start at the beginning of the message so welcome I hope you're blessed and encouraged today Shabbat Shalom for all those who are tuning in we've just come to the end of the Sabbath here in Israel and what a blessed time it is to be set aside to take time out to uh, just listen uh, to the Holy Spirit and press in and just learn in the presence of Yahovah to fellowship with others. I hope you get time to fellowship with others. It says don't give up meeting together. If you're in a place where you haven't got others around you, this is one of the reasons why we are here as well, to be an encouragement to you as well so that we can share the word with you, be an encouragement to you, connect with our platform at bulldozeoffaith.com and I know uh, that you will uh, experience just a a lot of great things that the Father has for you. Now, you know, look, our bottom line is to focus on evangelism, on outreach, ministering to the lost sheep of the house of Israel and just uh, sharing the love of Yeshua everywhere we know how and opening up the scriptures. You know, what is it that brings people to faith, that brings them to salvation? It's the knowing of the truth and it's the knowing of the truth that sets us free. And if we're going to be free, we need to know what the truth is. And we live in a day where there's so many voices and so much teaching out there. And look, I don't claim to have all the answers. I just want to be diligent in the word before Yahovah. Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. And I believe that in doing that, we should test the words that we share with others. You know, they should be tested with others. And uh, I take um, a lot of time in uh, testing the words that I share on these platforms uh, so that, uh, you know, if there's something I'm saying that's not right, it can be challenged. We can go through things and hopefully together that we can walk in the truth. But, you know, we have to understand sometimes we don't have all the answers and it's okay not to have all the answers. We don't always know uh, uh, you know, the full breakdown or the understanding of certain portions of scriptures. But in uh, the basics concerning salvation, you know, we should be able to get to that place where we do understand what the Holy Spirit is saying within our lives. And, you know, we're going to talk about a promise of peace. And, um, yeah, I'm, you know, look, I've, I've been all over the place in my study today and in, in my time in prayer, you know, since early this morning and yesterday, and I just uh, felt the Holy Spirit say, I want you to start in Psalm 85 um, and then just move out from there, Psalm 85. So we're going to start in there and just press in and let's just see what the Holy Spirit has to do. Because, you know, I believe that we will see just a, a real outpouring of the Ruach HaKodesh within our lives as we seek to be faithful to what he has called us to do. So let's just take a moment to pray. Um, oh, I do have a feed coming up there uh, where I can see comments on the YouTube channel. So if uh, someone wants to make comments on there, I'll be able to see the comments. And uh, just take a moment, do a thumbs up as well, because it just helps other people see the channel as well. Hallelujah. So, Father, I want to thank you for this Sabbath. Thank you, Father, for the blessing of being in your presence. Thank you, Father, that your word is a lamp unto our feet. We know that with you, that we... Uh, can move mountains. And Father, we can do nothing without you. 
We know that we need you. We desire more of you. We desire to walk in your ways and experience the richness of your blessings. So Father, today, as we spend time in the scripture, I pray that you speak to us in Yeshua's name. And I speak blessing over every family that's represented here today for those who are tuning in and also for those who will watch this message later. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Yeshua. So our focus today is a promise of peace. Thank you, Father. And, um, you know, we're going to read around a few scriptures and just uh, be encouraged. You know, we're doing a series just now called I'm a Witness, and uh, maybe I can send you a link to this because I think it's pretty important. Um, on our newsletter page, I'm going to put this on uh, the Facebook live feed section. So if you're watching on the live feed, you'll see this come up. That's a link to signing up for our newsletter. But if you scroll down on that page, you will see on that page, you will see our newsletters that we produce every single month. And uh, Esther, I appreciate everything you do with this newsletter. It's so important. Um, what we have in our last part is part three in the I'm a Witness series. And I just want to encourage you, take time to go through this I'm a Witness series because our focus is helping people understand what it truly means uh, to be born again, born of the Spirit. And how do we share our faith? How do we relate uh, to the not yet saved? How are we ministering? You know, here's the reality. I have pastors come up to me and they say, Kenny, you know, can you teach us how to do outreach? Can you teach us why? Because we've got into that vein where we've been so focused uh, on teaching about the scriptures and being in our own little community. We've lost connection with the not yet saved and the Father wants to reconnect us. He wants us to get to that place where we are able to flow so easily with the not yet saved. Those who are inquiring of Yahovah, those who don't understand the truth, those who have never heard the gospel here in the land of Israel. What do we deal with on a daily basis? You know, we, we witness to people, share the gospel with people, and they have never heard the gospel of Yeshua, the gospel of the kingdom. They've never heard it. And what a privilege it is to open up the scriptures and share the word of encouragement and see what the Ruach HaKodesh does in people's hearts. And, you know, I, I want to uh, read Psalm 85. And you might think, huh, this is like, you, you know, you're going back a little here uh, dealing with salvation. And, you know, some people think, well, you know, I came out of those churches that just want to preach salvation all day. And, uh, you know, uh, I want to be more in a place of the meat. But look, we are called to see growth. We're called to see just uh, transformation in the lives of others. We should be uh, being about uh, the Great Commission. Go and make disciples of the nation. You know, teaching them the scriptures, baptizing them, uh, casting out devils and so on and so forth. And, you know, of course, it is elementary stuff. But I want to ask the question, how effective are we in sharing our faith as we minister the gospel of the kingdom. And I want you to uh, turn with me, Psalm 85. We're just going to read through this and just see what the Holy Spirit has to do here today. Thank you, Father. Verse 1. You, Lord, Yehovah, showed favor to your land. You restored the fortunes of Jacob. You forgave the iniquities of your people and covered all their sins. You set aside all your wrath and turned from your fierce anger. 
we just you know you stop and you and you ask the question why is David got to speak this in this uh, psalm um, you know what's taking place in this psalm maybe it's the sons of Korah that uh, I've I've shared this psalm you O Yahovah showed favor to your land you restored the fortunes of Jacob how did they lose the fortunes what happened to them they walked away from the plans of God and I just want to say I believe that many people in the body of Messiah they've walked away for what they are called to do they've walked away from the commandments of Yahovah for walking in these instructions we've walked away from being effective with our faith and and being part of the great commission and making a difference for Yeshua and what have we done we've just sought to feed ourselves We've sought just to know Yahovah more for ourselves, but we're not ministering the love of Yeshua to this generation. And what does it say? You forgave the iniquities of your people and covered all their sins. And this is what Yohanan ben Zechariah, John the Baptist, this is what he did when he came. He says, repent for the kingdom of Yahovah is at hand. Repent. And there he was in the wilderness and he's he's mikvah, he's got his mikvah area and people are being mikvahed for teshuva, for repentance. And as they're repenting, what's happening? They're recognizing the change. They're aligning themselves with the kingdom of Elohim. And that's what I want you to do right now. I want you to align yourself with the kingdom of Yahovah. It doesn't matter where you feel like you're at in your faith. You know, we should be challenging ourselves on a daily basis to be aligned in the kingdom of Yahovah. Repent for the kingdom of Elohim is at hand. And that's what he preached. And, you know, he wasn't in the temple and the Pharisees, the Sadducees, they all came out. And what were they doing? They're like, hey, what's going on here? What, what, what? Are you the Messiah? Like, why are you down here? Why are you in the wilderness? You know, come on, you should be like in our club. You should be part of the country club up the road there. And, you know, there's actually more going on behind the scenes than is going on in the open. And I want you to think about that for a second. You know, some people are thinking, well, if I just find that right mega church, everything's going to be all right. If I just get in that right environment, there's more going on behind the scenes. And in your faith walk, your faith walk should not be built just on your once a week fellowship, your once a week time with others or your once a week, uh, you know, connecting, you know, with a meeting online or or, you know, within your community. But our focus is, Father, how do we live out the kingdom on a daily basis? Forgive us your, uh, our iniquities. Forgive your people. That's what you did. You forgave the iniquities of your people. You covered all their sins. And, you know, we talked on Hebrews chapter 9 the other day, and that's an interesting scripture where we deal with the conscience of man. You know, uh, how in Yeshua, with his blood, you know, we were, uh, the conscience of sin was totally erased. But uh, before the blood of Yeshua, people still had uh, that conscience of the things that were done. So what does it say? You set aside all your wrath and turned from your fierce anger. You know, this is what I love about the word and what I love about Yahovah. You are not going to add up. I am not going to add up to everything that I need to be in the flesh. 
But in the spirit, praise Yahovah. We can have the boldness of Yahovah. We can stand on his promises and we can say we have the authority of the spirit. I can speak forth the word of Yahovah and expect to see the transforming power of a mighty God in action. I can say be healed in Yeshua's name and people will be supernaturally healed. And maybe you're watching right now and you're suffering. I say that headache lift right now in the name of Yeshua. What are you facing? Every ache and pain, everything that's, uh, that your body's been attacked with, every satanic assignment against you, come off your life right now in Yeshua's name. May the glory of Yehovah be upon you. May, may the, the healing power of Yeshua be part of your testimony today. Hallelujah. It's by his stripes you have been healed. Hallelujah. You set aside your wrath. You turned from your fierce anger because of what? Because the people, because we chose to align ourselves with Yahovah. And you know, this is this is what the feasts, the fall feasts are all about. You know, the spring feast and the fall feast. In the spring feast, you have the unleavened bread. Uh, and, and what are we doing? We want to get the leaven out, get the sin out of our lives. And the, the fall feast we just had, you have the day of atonement. You know, what do you need atonement? We, we need restoration. We need reconciliation to take place between us and Yehovah. We need to keep short accounts on a daily basis. And, you know, I was thinking about the, uh, some of those scriptures about how we confess our sins. Yeah. Let me just find one of them. Uh, let's have a look. Um, it's um, where are we at here? I was just looking at uh, some of these uh, scriptures here. You know, it says in First Peter chapter two twenty four, in him he himself bore our sins in his body on the tree that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. So Yeshua, he paid the price that we might. The question is, are we going to choose to die to our sin? Oh yeah, I'm born again. I'm a born again believer. Let me tell you something. I've met many born again believers that are so riddled with bitterness and unforgiveness. And you know, if you are, are not right in the area of forgiving others, forgiving God, you know, you're in a place where, you know, the word clearly says, if you don't forgive others, uh, you know, I'm not going to forgive you. It says in Proverbs 28, 13, whoever conceals his transgressions will not prosper, but he who confesses and forsakes them will obtain mercy. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Yeshua. What have we got to do? We've got to get to that place where we recognize you know, our accounts before God and before man are important. The first four commandments is how we relate and deal directly with Yehovah. The, the last six commandments are how we deal with each other. Yes, we need more commandments dealing with each other, you know, because we are a fallen people. It says in 1 John 1, 8 and 10, If we say we have no sin... We deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say we have no sin, we make him a liar and his word is not within us. Hallelujah. Humble yourself, therefore, under the mighty hand of Elohim so that the proper time, at the proper time, 
he may exalt you, casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. So dealing with this sin factor, you know, the whole purpose and the reason why Yeshua came to die is he knew you can't handle this sin factor. You know, I was listening to a message just going through things like uh, Yom Kippur this morning as I was on my walk with a dog and I just enjoy listening to the teachers of others and uh, their their viewpoints on things as they teach, as they share. And, uh, you know, the message this morning, we're talking about the sacrifices that took place at the temple. And, you know, when Solomon established the temple, and you look at the number of the sacrifices that were going on. And, you know, we know the sacrifices for um, Pesach, for Passover, it's like a, you know, a quarter million lambs being sacrificed, plus all the other sacrifices that took place but you know in, in the dedication of the temple in the times where Solomon is bringing forth his sacrifices and you know I think they said it was like over a million like a million and a quarter sacrifices were made between uh, bulls and sheep and what wow, it's like wow what an offering before the father but what a mess huh not easy and what's it dealing with it's dealing with sin it's dealing with you know, how important is that that these things are covered within our lives? You know, how do we get to that place where we have confidence to enter into the presence of Yehovah? We've got to know that our sacrifice has made it. And yet today, we don't have to do 1.2 million sacrifices to make sure everything's right. Well, listen, if you've got 1,000 wives, <laughs> maybe you should do a million sacrifices <laughs> with 700 concubines you know maybe that's why Solomon was doing so many sacrifices but you know it says um, in Hebrews chapter 4 verse 16 let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need and you know this is one of the points that I want us to get to on a promise of peace. What is the Holy Spirit saying today? He said, I've promised you peace if you will align yourself with my word. If you will align yourself with my ways, you will experience the peace of Yahovah. So do you wake up filled with stress and anxiety? These are things that you are not called to walk in. So what do we need? We need the restoring power of a mighty God. So if you're tuning in and you're going through some tough times and, and you know, you feel like you're being smashed left, right and center, then I want to encourage you. Find a place of peace in the presence of Yehovah. Yes, you may have challenges. You may have decisions that you have to make and that's okay. It's okay. Uh, you know, consider it pure joy whenever you face trials of many kinds. You know, uh, you know, don't worry, you know, you're going to have troubles every day, but be of good cheer, be of good heart. I've overcome the world, Yeshua said. So just because there's trouble there, you know, don't try and live in an environment that has no trouble, that has no uh, uh, um, uh, temptations and, and problems. The question is, how are we dealing with it? Consider it pure joy whenever you face trials. In those trials, sometimes we get so frustrated, we're like, not another trial. But let me tell you something, next time you see the trial, start rejoicing and instead of saying not another trial, say I'm being set up for the testimony of Yehovah. I'm being set up for the glory of Yehovah to be revealed. Psalm 85, that's where we're at if you're just tuning in. Thanks for joining with us. Restore us again 
Elohim, our Savior, and put away your displeasure towards us. Will you be angry with us forever? Will you prolong your anger through all generations? Will you not revive us again? Will you not revive us again? Restore us again, Elohim, our Savior. Restore us again. See, when we change, when we put our heart towards Yahovah, you might not see everything change around you within the natural right away, but just come and pour out your heart before the Father. You know, what, what are you lifting up before Him today? You know, you know the promises of Yahovah. And if you've gone through a season where you're not seeing the manifestation of the greatness of Yahovah, I want you to understand this. The goodness of God, the goodness of Yahovah belongs to you. It belongs to you today. So yes, you may have experienced defeat in some areas. You may have been beat up and battered. Maybe you've been attacked. You know, what does the devil do? He steals, he kills, and he destroys. That's his plan. So when you see those things in action, you know, hey, that's the work of Satan, Hasatan. So we say, Satan, you have no authority in our lives today. We're not going to be robbed from you any longer. And, and Father, we ask for what? The restoration. There's a couple of key words that I want you to get out of verse 4 here and verse 6. There's three key words I want you to get. Number one is restore. This is the day of your restoration. So you're watching, I want, I want to encourage you to write it down. This is the day of my restoration. Why? Because we know that we have a God that brings forth his deliverance. We know we don't add up, but in Yeshua, we have confidence to approach his throne of grace. Hallelujah. So this is the day of restoration. Why? Because Elohim is our savior. He is the one who saves us. Father, don't look at our failings. We repent of our failings today. Maybe be washed in the blood of Yeshua. Father, we ask that we will not just uh, experience your blessings, but that, that, that through our lives, the next generation is going to be supernaturally transformed. Revive us again. I love that word. There's been songs written about just that word. Revive us again. Where are you at today? What are you going through today, this Sabbath? Maybe you're in that place where you just need the fire of the Spirit. You just need that igniting of the Spirit. Then receive it right now in Yeshua's name. This is the day of the fire of the Spirit. May you be revived right now in Yeshua's name, that your people may rejoice in you. I want to prophesy right now and say that this is the day of the restoration of Yahovah. Oh, brother, what, you just can't say that. Is that a prophecy for two people on the, on, on the line or is that a prophecy for everyone? Listen, we have a God that says this, I promise you peace. I promise you blessing. And if we will align ourselves with him, if we align ourselves with who he is, you will experience the fullness of everything he has for you. Will you not revive us again, that your people may rejoice in you. Show us your unfailing love, Yehovah, and grant us your salvation. Oh, Father, 
Father, turn it into a prayer. You know, don't just read uh, what you're reading from the scriptures. Show us your unfailing love. Why do I want to receive the unfailing love of a mighty God? Because it becomes my testimony of who he is. Yehovah so loved the world so much he sent his one and only son that so that whoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. And what do we see here? Show us your unfailing love and grant us your salvation. I will listen to what Elohim, Yehovah says. He promises peace to his people, his faithful servants. He promises peace. I will listen to what Yehovah I'm, I'm going to listen to what the Lord our God says. Just take a moment and listen. What is he speaking to you right now? Maybe you've stepped off to the side of your calling. Maybe you're, uh, you, you just feel like you're not aligned in the Holy Spirit. Then what is prophecy all about? It's about spiritual alignment. And I just want to say to you, be aligned right now in the name of Yeshua. Be aligned. I want you to know this as well. We have a God who hears our prayer. He knows what you're praying. He knows what you're going through. And he is a God who answers. He is the restorer of our soul. He revives us. He brings us to the place of rejoice. You know, I read James 1 just a minute ago. Consider it pure joy. Whenever you face trials of many kind, because you know the testing of your faith develops perseverance, Perseverance must be uh, complete so that... <laughs> Let's go there. You know, of course, I've got it memorized, but, you know, sometimes you get your, your brain just falls over. James chapter 1. Let's, uh, let's just get the word right here in the scriptures. Hallelujah. James chapter 1. I've got one of these new Bibles. All the pages are stuck. It says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers, Whenever you face trials of many kind, because you know the testing of your faith uh, produces perseverance, let perseverance finish its work. That's a powerful word, isn't it? Let perseverance finish its work. Don't give up. This is the not the day of giving up. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything not lacking it. Listen, if you know you lack, maybe you're watching right now, you're thinking, I lack, then wisdom is the free gift of Yehovah. Just ask him, Father, will you give me wisdom? Will you grant me wisdom today? I receive your wisdom. If you lack wisdom, you should ask Elohim who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt, because the one who doubts is like the wave of the sea blown and tossed by the wind. That person should not expect to receive anything from Yehovah. Such a person is double-minded and unstable in all he does. Listen, you cannot expect to see the glory of Yehovah if you're unstable. So how do we become stable? We align ourselves with the promises of God. And what do we know about his promise? A promise is a key to our peace. Okay, if you're unstable, you've lost your peace. How do you get your peace back? You stand on the promise. I will listen to what Yehovah, the Lord, he promises peace to his people, his faithful servants. But let them not turn to folly. Surely his salvation is near those who fear him. 
that his glory may dwell in our land. Oh, I want the glory of Yehovah to dwell in our land. Yes, it's about the land of Israel and the people of Yehovah experiencing the riches of Yehovah. But let me tell you something. It's also about your life right now. It's about your environment. Will you stand on his promises today? Love and faithfulness meet together. Righteousness and peace kiss each other. Think about that for a second. It should say sailor right there. It doesn't. <laughs> Love and faithfulness meet together. Love and faithfulness. Because you first loved me. That's why I'm faithful to you, God. Because you first loved me. Righteousness and peace kiss each other. Faithfulness springs forth from the earth and righteousness looks down from heaven. It's not my righteousness, but it's his righteousness. Amen. Verse 12, Yehovah will indeed give what is good and our land will yield its harvest. Righteousness goes before him and prepares the way for his steps. Hallelujah. Yeshua goes before him and prepares the way of his steps. Righteousness goes before him. He wants our righteousness, which is his righteousness in us, going before us. And we will see the preparation of our steps. So, you know, what are we saying here today? We're saying, restore us, revive us, and, you know, give that uh, joy back to us. May we experience the unfailing love of Yehovah. Recognize his salvation. Recognize that love and faithfulness. Be faithful. Don't give up. You're on the edge of your miracle. You're right in that place for the miracle coming forth. Don't give up. This is the day of your victory, says Yehovah. This is the day of your transformation. This is the day of your breakthrough. I speak to death. Be gone in Yeshua's name. Everything the enemy's thrown at you, maybe all through the whole COVID time, I just say this is the time of supernatural restoration in Yeshua. It is time to see his glory manifest within the world. Isaiah chapter 56, uh, something I want to share with you because uh, we talked about this in our messages. Uh, where did I have, uh, oh, hold on one sec. All right, no, I can't bring it up there. Okay, yeah, we talked about this in the messages. If you got our newsletter, I, did, I think I sent you the feed at the beginning of the message here. If you got our newsletter, then I want to encourage you. I don't know where it's gone. Maybe, oh, there. Okay, oh, we got Joy with us as well. Joy Song, good to see you. Thanks for joining with us. I see uh, you on the feed there. Hallelujah. And uh, yeah. On our newsletter, I sent you the, the, the link to our newsletter page, but on this newsletter, uh, Esther broke down some of the key parts on what we shared on, on the last week's messages, just to encourage you, because we hit on some key things, dealing with uh, the five red heifers that came to Israel, dealing with the man of lawlessness, and you know, these are things that some people think are above their pay grade, and they don't want to talk about and, you know, sometimes we just got to press into these things and, and recognize, listen, if, if someone has given a doctrine to you and it goes against the work of Yeshua, the Messiah, and what he's done, you've got to say, pause, stop. I've got to see how this word lines up with Yeshua. If it doesn't line up with Yeshua, I've got to ask the question, is it truth? It's got to line up with Yeshua. There's not two gospels. 
And, uh, you know, we've got to get to that place where we understand this. So anyway, I want to read Isaiah chapter 56 because, again, it's talking about the salvation. It's talking about deliverance and, you know, what the Father is saying he is going to do. Verse 1, this is what Yehovah says. Maintain justice and do what is right, for my salvation is close at hand, and my righteousness will soon be revealed. So who is his righteousness? We just said it in the last chapter. You know, you can change the word righteousness and put Yeshua, the Mashiach, right there. My, my Messiah, Yeshua, will soon be revealed. Blessed is the one who does this, the person who holds it fast. And what does this person do? Who keeps the Sabbath without desecrating it and keeps their hand from doing evil. Let no foreigner who is bound to Yehovah say, Yehovah will surely exclude me from his people and let no eunuch complain. I am only a dry tree. For this is what Yehovah says, to the eunuchs who keep my Sabbath, who choose what pleases me and hold fast to my covenant, to them, to them I will give within my temple and its walls a memorial and a name better than sons and daughters. I will give them an everlasting name that will endure forever. Wow, what a powerful statement. You know, listen, we've got people right now, they're changing their sex right now. You know, you've got men that think they're women and are having their bits cut off and stuff. You know, <laughs> the eunuch is, is one, you know, who can't uh, reproduce, you know, because he's been fixed, you know. But you you read the, the scripture where it talks about let no foreigner who is bound to Yehovah say, I am excluded from my people. Deuteronomy chapter 33 verse 3 says, these are the people who are excluded, the 10 generations, they're excluded. And what do we see in this? Salvation is not just for the Jews or just for Israel. Salvation is for the whole world. It's for everyone. You broken hearted people, you people who are messed up, you people who've had sex changes and you might be thinking, well, I don't want to see them in the kingdom. But you know what? The Father will make a way. He will bless them as they come to what? Come to obeying the Sabbath and holding fast to the covenants of Yehovah. Verse 6. And foreigners who bind themselves to Yehovah to minister to him, to love the name of Yehovah and to be his servants. All who keep the Sabbath without desecrating it and who hold fast to my covenant. These I will bring to my holy mountain, Isaiah chapter 2, and give them joy in my house of prayer. So it's really interesting because he's going to bring them to the holy mountain, give them joy in the house of prayer. But guess what? They're foreigners. What court are they meant to be in? See, I'm not looking for the temple. I'm looking for the place where his name dwells. I recognize that we are the temple of the Holy Spirit, that we will be built as a house of prayer. It says, for my house will be called a house of prayer for what? All nations. This is the joy of this word. My house will be called a house of prayer for all nations. The sovereign Lord declares, and when he says that, the sovereign Lord declares, you better listen to what's being said. He who gathers the exiles of Israel I will gather still others to them beside those already gathered. Hallelujah. Praise the name 
of Yeshua. We have a God who is gathering his people. He is gathering his people. Welcome, Trudy. Good to see you. Thanks for joining us from Jamaica. He is gathering us from his people. I'll bring you to my holy mountain. I'll give them joy in my house of prayer. Father, I just want to pause right now and just, I just, Father, we love you. Thank you for what you're doing within our lives. Father, you are able. You're a God who makes a way where there seems to be no way. We just rejoice in you. Thank you for salvation. Thank you for what you have done in our lives. Father, in the flesh, we know that we, we are nothing. But in Messiah, we are everything. And I want to ask you, Father, will you use us again? That's what we see in this word, revive us, restore us, revive us. You know, you're our salvation. You're the one who's going to deliver us. And this is what I want you to get today. You know, stop looking at where you're at, thinking this is your, this is it. This is, this is just who I am. No, who are you in Messiah? You can stand in the presence of Yahovah and say it's time for us to wage war in the presence of Yahovah. It's time for us to rise up and say this is the day of salvation. I will have a testimony of the glory of Yahovah. I will experience the richness of God's mercy. I am not going to be stuck in yesterday's manner. I'm going to receive the daily bread that the Father has for me today. And I'm going to apply it to the gospel of the kingdom to bring transformation. Sometimes maybe we lose and, and we see things broken because our focus is off. And we've got to recognize that at times and say, you know what? Father, will you align me? Will you align me in accordance with your covenant, in accordance with your Sabbaths, with your decrees? And look, this is not about becoming religious. You know, don't take all this and, you know, uh, <laughs> you know start... Uh, dressing up like the first century, you know, be relevant today, you know, <laughs> I shared uh, on the message the other day, just a little thing on, uh, uh, you know, about what we wear, what is it about these people coming to Torah, and then they all just start dressing up, and oh no, we, we can't wear makeup, we can't wear jewelry, we can't do this, can't do that, and oh, this is so pleasing to Yah, this is such a blessing, listen, you know what, you know, see what I'm wearing here today? This is what people wear here in the land of Israel. Most of the people in my village don't have beards. They wear shirts and ties and stuff. They look just like normal people. And yeah, you know, we have people coming back to Torah dressing up <clears throat> like they just stepped off the set of the chosen. And I just want to encourage you that, you know, the, the way you dress is not going to make you more holy. It's not about what's going on on the outside you know, don't think that doing all this and oh, that, then God's going to be so blessed with what you're doing. And oh, you can't wear shorts if you're a girl. You can't wear a bikini on the beach and all this stuff. Listen, you know, we've got to get over all this stuff and start realizing, you know, this is not what it means uh, about dealing with modesty and, and things like that. Anyway, you know, I'm not going to rant today. I'm just going to focus it's the day of deliverance. It's the day of salvation. Are we aligning ourselves with his word? Let's be a people that do what? You know, they'll be accepted on uh, the, the offerings and sacrifices will be accepted on his altar. So what is our offerings and sacrifices that we need to be uh, giving today? You know, that's coming from uh, verse uh, 7 there. 
offerings and sacrifices. Just take a moment and think about offerings and sacrifices because that's what I want us to think about. What is our offerings and sacrifices that we're bringing before <coughs> Yehovah? Let us then go uh, to him. <coughs> Where am I at here? Hold on a sec. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 13. Let us then go to him outside the camp, bearing the disgrace he bore. For here we do not have to endure, uh, ha we do not have an enduring city, but we are looking for a city that is to come. What are we looking for? We're looking to get to that place where we see the victory of Yehovah. So we're not looking back to the temple system, but we're looking forward to the city of the king. And, you know, that brings us to Romans chapter 12, where it talks about our sacrifices. I urge you, brothers, in view of Elohim's mercy, offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to Yehovah. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the patterns of this world, but renew your minds. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and approve what Elohim's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. This is the day of alignment. This is the promise of peace. What are you going through today? It's Shabbat. It's the day of rest where we come in and we can be reset through all the things that's been thrown at you through this last week. Just allow the Holy Spirit reset you right now. Just take that moment and say, Father, just reset me. I want that promise of peace that you have granted us that we see in verse 8 of Psalm 85. I will listen to what Yehovah, what the Lord our God says. He promises peace to his people, his faithful servants. But let them not turn to folly. Surely his salvation is near to those who fear him. Receive the word of Yehovah today. Receive the word of the Lord. And more than anything, receive his peace. So who is peace? <laughs> oh, we talked about righteousness being Yeshua. Yeshua, he is my peace. So receive Yeshua. Let's just take a moment to receive from him. Father, I want to thank you for your word today. Thank you, Father, for the blessing of the Sabbath for entering into your rest. And I pray, Father, for your peace to be upon every one of our lives, that you bring transformation. Where the enemy is stealing, we say, stop in the name of Yeshua. Enough is enough. It's time for what? It's time for you to restore us, Father. We receive the restoration of a mighty God. We choose right now to put away that which displeases you. We choose to walk in your ways. We align ourselves. We equip ourselves with righteousness. Will you revive us again, especially in the area of prayer? Will you revive us, Father, that we will be people that will speak forth your word into our lives and into this generation? And Father, we want to speak forth your salvation into the lives of others. May our lives and our walk be a testimony to others that they will see and will glorify your mighty name. 
Thank you, Father. Praise the name of Yeshua. Well, we just come to the end of the message. I want to thank you for joining with us. Um, what a blessing it is just to get in the Word <clears throat> and share the Scriptures with you here uh, from the land of Israel. What a blessing. Can't wait to see what the Father has in store <clears throat> this week as we seek to uh, spread the fragrance and knowledge of a mighty God. So I appreciate you joining with us. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> Take a moment to go over to bulldozeoffaith.com. Enjoy the teaching you'll see on there. Also on the YouTube channel as well. There's plenty of teachings. If you haven't watched the message on the Red Heifer and uh, of the Man of Lawlessness, oh yeah, then uh, go over and check those messages out uh, over the weekend. And uh, post your comments, you know, post your comments on uh, on uh, what I shared on these. Because let me tell you something, I was hitting on uh, some key things that are very important that need to be talked about. Uh, I see Curtis is saying he's watched them <laughs> repeatedly. Yeah, I tell you, some of the stuff is shocking. We've got to wake up. But anyway, you know, like I said, I'm trying my best to make sure that we bring forth the truth that aligns ourselves with who Yeshua is. And if a doctrine or something comes along that doesn't line up with the promises of Yehovah, if you have to lay aside the words of Yeshua, then guess what? You're, you're walking in false doctrine. I'm not looking for Judaism to rise up. Messianics should not be connected with today's Judaism. Today's Judaism is a false religion. Hallelujah. We have got to get in line with the Ruach HaKodesh, with His Spirit and with Yeshua, Jesus, the Messiah. Thanks for watching. Look forward to catching up with you this week. Sorry for all those who got messed up with the stream restarting. I did send an email out again, but uh, hopefully that uh, will be good. And um, anyway, we'll hope, hopefully we'll do some more live broadcasts. And I did leave a lot of my stuff uh, in... Uh, the, the USA, my broadcast stuff. So I'm just really working off my cell phone right now. So, <laughs> well, let's just see how we get on over the, this next month here in Israel. Thanks for watching. Until next time, Shabbat Shalom.